Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host. Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm back better than ever, and I'm so glad that you have decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about the names of God. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with, as I believe you're going to want to take some notes today. So I pray that you are doing well, no matter where you are, and this is a excellent year, a wonderful year of opportunities. And I want to take this opportunity to give you some things that I believe will be a blessing to your life. Now, when we talk about the names of God, God has many names. And there are eight Hebrew names that I want to talk about today that I believe will revolutionize your life and take your relationship with God to the next level. You know, in the Bible, People were named different things based upon what they would be, their destiny, their character. And so when we think about the names of God, it's God revealed in action. One of the things I love about God is that he's an actionary God. So when we say certain things about him, it reveals who he is and what he's going to do and the promises that he has set forth in scripture. And so when I give you these eight Hebrew names, I want you to begin to recite them in your heart, write them down, look at them over and over again, scriptures that I will give to you to help you to understand and anchor these particular principles in your heart. Because again, God has character, he has integrity. And so when we look at the scripture and when we see these things, we can declare and decree. We can use these as affirmations so that we can always understand that God is in our life and he's always up to something good. See, the enemy wants to rob and to trick you and to make you think that God is angry and mad at you, but God sent his son to die for you. So why would he be mad with you? And even after you give your life to Christ, as you're growing in the things of God, you're going to make some mistakes. But we have to realize that when we call out to God, when we declare and decree these names of who he is, it reaffirms our relationship with the Father. It reaffirms that he is in our life. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And when we begin to have this in our spirit and the enemy tries to use deception to trick us out of our inheritance, we can shut the door on the enemy and say, not so. I know who God is in my life. All right. So now, again, we know that God has several names and they are in the Bible. And again, I said that I wanted to talk about at least eight of these today so we can understand what God is really like. And so we want to pray these names. We want to affirm these names. We want to declare and decree them. But more importantly, we just need to know who God is in our life. I'm going to say that again who God is in our life. So do you know who he is? I'm not talking about what somebody told you. 
I'm talking about an experience, undeniable experience about what God has done, what he will do, and the promises of God are yea and amen. So the first one that I want to give you is Jehovah Shammah. So you can write that down, Jehovah Shammah. And what that means is God is present with me. That ought to make you happy right there where you are at home, at work, working out on your way into work, on your way home from work, no matter where you are. I want you to know that he is your Jehovah Shammah. God is present with me. He is present with you. So no matter where you are, see again, the enemy wants to make you feel like you by yourself. But now we know he is our Jehovah Shammah. Now, Ezekiel chapter 48, verse 35 says it like this. It was around about 18,000 measures. And the name of the city from that day shall be the Lord is there. In other words, you are here. Write that down. You are here with me right now. I am never alone. That's what I want you to begin to affirm with this Jehovah Shammah, that you are here. I am never alone. So when you feel alone, that don't mean that you are. See, our feeling nature tries to trick us and make us feel that because we're by ourselves, that no one cares. But remember, I said now that God dropped his spirit inside of you. So you're not by yourself. I am never alone. God is my Jehovah Shammah. Number two, Jehovah Roha. In other words, this means God is my shepherd. That's what he is. He's my shepherd. In Psalms 23, verse 1, a familiar passage of scripture, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Notice it didn't say that he will be or he was my shepherd. No, the Lord is right now my shepherd and I shall not want. You shall not want for anything in your life moving forward. And some of you say, I know the scripture. I know what it says. But in your darkest times and seasons, we forget who God said he is. He's my Jehovah Roha. He is my shepherd. So here's your declaration. Here's your affirmation that I want you to attach with this. You lead me and feed me and protect me. That's what he does. He's my Jehovah Roha. He leads me and feeds me and protect me. Why? Because he's my shepherd. As a matter of fact, the scripture says he's the good shepherd. There's no shepherd like our God. I don't want you to forget this. I want you to rehearse this in your mind, in your memory banks, that God is my shepherd. I shall not want Whatever it is that I need, he is my Jehovah Roha. The next one, number three, Jehovah Jireh. I'm sure you've heard of this one before. What does this mean? God is my provider. I like this. Not he was, he is. Remember, the name reveals the character of the person in action. And God is always in action. He's an aggressive God. He don't sit back and wait on things. No, he sets the action. And so because he's my Jehovah Jireh, he is my provider. 
not my job, not the government, not these things. We've got to learn how to put God where he's supposed to be. He's at the top. And so because he's at the top, he is my provider. Now, he can use my job. He can use certain things, but he don't have to use that. Why? Because he is my Jehovah Jireh. Genesis 22 and 14. Notice what he said. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. What I love about this is that when these Bible characters like Abraham and Moses and different things, when they would have an experience with God, they would name that place. So it would never get old or stale. It would remind them who God was in that moment. And so you never really know who God is in your life until you hit a hard place, some trouble, some trials, some tribulations. And so I know that God is my Jehovah Jireh. We've all had financial situations, but some people have never had the provision of the Lord in those financial hardships. I can tell you that God is my Jehovah Jireh. He is my provider. He's done it too many times. He's doing it right now. And I declare and decree in your life, he's doing it for you. Now, here's an an affirming thing that you can say. You see what I need before I even ask. Write that down. You see what I need before I even ask. I love that about God is that he sees what we need when we don't even know how to ask. And even though he told us in the word to ask, I'm so glad that he knows what I need when I can't even articulate what I need because we don't always know how to pray as we ought, but the spirit knows. And God says, I am always going to be your Jehovah Jireh. I am the God who provides. I don't care how dark it gets. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care if they shut down the government. I don't care if they shut down your job. I don't care if they put you out today, give you a pink slip. It makes me no difference. I'm going to stand and declare that God is my Jehovah Jireh. Number four, Jehovah Rohi. This means God is my healer. That's who he is. Before I get sick, he is my healer. Before the sickness comes down the pipeline, no matter what disease they come up with, no matter what's going on, we know COVID is happening. But God says, I am your healer. I am your Jehovah Rohi. God is my healer. Look at Exodus chapter 15. Verse number 16, it says, fear and dread shall fall upon them by the greatness of thine arm. They shall be as still as stone till thy people pass over. O Lord, till the people pass over, which hath purchased. In other words, we are living in a time and day where fear and dread has fallen on the people of God many times and on the world. But God says, when fear and dread falls upon you, know who I am. I am your Jehovah Rohi. God is my healer. He is my deliverer. Now, here's a statement that you can make. You can heal my body, emotions, and relationships. Come on, write that down and say it as you're writing it down. You can heal my body, emotions, 
and relationships. God says, I'm concerned about your body. I'm concerned about your emotions and I'm concerned about your relationships. And God says, I can heal all of them. But we must be willing to allow God to heal these areas in our lives. I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful for God being my healer because medicine just taps the outside. It just kind of masks some things. But God goes down into the places in our heart. He goes down directly. He can scan my body. He can scan my emotions. He can scan my relationships and he can heal it, not just heal it, but make it whole again because God is our Jehovah Rohi. All right. Number five, he's my Jehovah Tiskanu. God is my righteousness. See, what I love about this is that he knows that my righteousness is as a filthy rags before him. But we made the great exchange. I gave him my unrighteousness. He gave me his righteousness, which means I'm in right standing with God. And it's not about any kind of good that I could do. It's not about crossing T's and dotting I's. It's not about being perfect. Because notice again, he's my Jehovah Tiskanu. God is my righteousness. So when we look in this world and we can't find anything right, we look to Jehovah Tiskanu. When things are topsy-turvy and there's nobody that we can depend on, we look at God. He is my Jehovah Tiskanu. He is my righteousness. Look at Jeremiah 23 and 6. It says, in his days, Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. Isn't that good to know that he is the Lord our righteousness. He is my Jehovah Tiskanu. I love the fact that God said, even right now, he is my righteousness. Now, this is what you can say as an affirming uh, statement. You accept me and forgive me because of Jesus. Write that down. You accept me and forgive me because of Jesus. Isn't it great to be accepted by God? We want to be accepted by people, but they didn't die for us. They can't help us. They'll laugh at you, walk over you, mock you, scorn you. They ain't going to do nothing for you. But God is saying, even your Jehovah Tiskanu, you accept me. God accepts us for who we are. But the thing about that is, is that he will not keep us as we are. He has the change agent. He knows how to change us. Why? Because he is my Jehovah Tiskanu. You accept me and forgive me. When I mess up, I can go to you, repent, and ask for forgiveness because of Jesus. Don't forget that. It's because of Jesus being the perfect lamb, dying getting up from the grave with all power. It's because of Jesus that he is my Jehovah Tiskanu. The next one is Jehovah Mekadish. Jehovah Mekadish. This means God is my sanctification. That's who he is. See, I'm hoping that you're getting what I've been saying here. I'm always saying he is, he is, he's this, he is that, because it helps you to understand what he is always doing. 
not what I need to try to do. It's what he is doing. We can live this life in Christ because of what he is doing in us right now, giving us the will and the do of his pleasure, giving us his power, his love, and a sound mind, giving us the will to fight it, not quit, and throw in the towel. It is because of who he is, Jehovah Mekadesh. God is my sanctification. Look at Leviticus chapter 20, verse number eight. And ye shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord which sanctifies you, sets you apart for my good work. See, we got to understand whatever God is asking us to do, he will give us the power to do it. See, sometimes we're trying to do things out of our own power, out of our own initiative, you know, after our own will. But you know, that will only last for a certain amount of time. So we need the power of God to help us to do the things that we cannot do. It's grace and sanctification is key in the life of every believer. But you need to know today that God is your Jehovah Makadish. Now, I want you to write this down as an affirming statement. You make me holy like Jesus. You make me holy like Jesus. Who does it? God does it. Why? Because he's your Jehovah Makadish. So we don't have to walk around. You know, back in the old time in the holiness church, they wanted you to wear a certain this, a certain that, a long skirt, no makeup, no this, no that. And then those that really are understanding, they could not, even though they had maybe the right dress on, maybe they had the right this on, they didn't depend on God. But see, we depend on God to make us what we're not. It's not your dress. It's not this. It's not that. Uh, The reality is until God changes your heart, you're going to always wear revealing clothes. Until God helps you to see who you are, you're going to always miss the mark. But when you understand that he is your Jehovah Mekadesh, God is my sanctification, he's doing the work. Granted, I got to yield to the work that he's doing, but it's God that's doing the work inside of you. He is your Jehovah Mekadesh. You make me holy like Jesus. I love that. That means that God is the only one that can put the desire in me to want to be like God, to be like him, to go after him. I thank God for that, that when I get up in the morning, just like you, I got a mind to go after God. That's not because of anything I'm doing. It's because of the will of God at work in our lives. He is our Jehovah Makadish. The next one, Jehovah Shalom. Oh, do we need our Jehovah Shalom in this hour? That means God is my peace. That's what you need. So many people are distressed, sad, wore out, ready to throw in the towel, have thrown in the towel. Mentally, they've just capitulated. They're sad. They're depressed. The whole world is down and out because of the things that are going on. But I want to tell you, we need our Jehovah Shalom. We need to understand that God said he is my peace. 
and he will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. You don't have to be a victim to what's going on in the world. You can wake up with a smile on your face and go around and be happy and joyous. Why? Because you know he's your Jehovah Shalom. He is your peace. He keeps your mind stable. He keeps your emotions stable. He keeps you full of joy. He keeps you excited in expectation, knowing that this too shall pass. Whatever comes in your life, God is able to say, hey, I'm going to steady this ship for you. I know the storm is raging. I know it's raining. I know the wind is blowing, but I'm speaking peace to the storm. Watch this. And I'm speaking peace to you. See, the storm can continue, but if God speaks peace to me, it don't matter. I'm going to be all right. And I want to declare to you that you are going to be all right simply because he is your Jehovah Shalom. God is my peace. I want you to write this down for a statement. You give me peace in spite of my circumstances. I like that. You give me peace in spite of my circumstances. Now, let me give you a verse of scripture. I should have given you that first, but I'm going to give it to you now. Judges 6, 24. It says, then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Until this day, it is still yet in Ophrah of the Abazriatis. I believe that's how you say that. Oprah of the Abazriatis. Notice, beloved, that God says, I am your Jehovah Shalom. And Gideon built an altar there to remind him that God, you are my peace. I don't care what happens. I want to declare and decree God that you are my peace. You give me peace in spite of my circumstances. There are a lot of things, again, that's going on in your life, but I'm telling you, if you got peace, you got all you need because you got God. And I know this seems to be something that makes no sense because God's peace really makes no sense how it can calm you down and you should be worried. How you got some news you didn't like, but you know God going to bring you out. This is what we need in this hour, beloved. We're not going to make it without his peace. Many people are committing suicide in this time. They own drugs in this time. Why? They're looking for an outlet. They're looking for a way where they can have some peace. They're stressed out beyond measure at their job, in the home, in the marriage, with the kids, with the finances. There's so many things that people can be upset about. I just want to declare to you today that God is your peace. Number seven, the next one is Jehovah Nisi. God is my banner. Don't you love that? Banners have names on them. Banners say things about what they're trying to reveal or their mission. But God says, my banner over you is love. My banner over you is victory. My banner over you is grace. My banner over you is mercy, is power, is anointing, is whatever I need it to be. God said he would be to me. Look at Exodus chapter 17, verse number 15. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. I love this because these Old Testament characters, they would build an altar, something that was unforgettable. See, our altar is prayer. So when we go in our prayer closet, we're building an altar of prayer and declaring and decreeing 
What God said belongs to us. See, that's really what prayer is. Even at the highest apex of prayer, we know that our needs are already done. So we just need to declare in prayer who he is. And Moses built an altar and called the name of that place Jehovah Nisi. I love that man. That helps me that I can build an altar in prayer and call that place Jehovah Nisi. God is my banner. He's my banner of protection. He's my banner of victory. He's my banner of help. He's my banner of strength. He's my banner of wisdom. When I don't know what to do, he can help me to see what I don't see. He's my banner of revelation. He can reveal to me what I can't see in my natural senses. He can help me. And now finally, let me give you this last affirmation that goes with Jehovah Nisi. You are my victory in conflict and confrontation. I love that. You are my victory in conflict and confrontation. Some of us We don't like to be confrontational. So here's what God says. I'm your Jehovah Nisi. I'll confront the enemy for you. I'll confront the one that's bothering you. I'll confront the devil on your behalf. See, this is what we got in God, man. He is our Jehovah Nisi. You are my victory. So watch this. I don't have to fight for the victory. I already got the victory because God is my banner. I just need to show up. So I just want you to begin to show up in life. Just show up and let God do what he said he would do. So in every situation, in every circumstance, God says you're going to be victorious. Before you even go fill out the application, you got it. Before you fill out the application for the new home, don't worry about the credit. Don't worry. Everybody that's in these houses don't have no good credit, man. Trust me. But I want you to know we need to trust God and trust his name. Trust that he is Jehovah Nisi. God is my banner. He said he would be. He will confront and he will wipe out the enemy on my behalf. I want to encourage you today. Be encouraged. Be full of courage because his word declares it over your life. I want you to know that you don't have to be in fear. You don't have to worry. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing in the world to get by, to feel good. You don't need alcohol. You don't need marijuana. You don't need none of this stuff. What you need to understand, God has a name. And his name is greater than any name. And at the name of Jesus, everybody's got to bow to that name. Sickness, disease, it don't matter what it is. They got to bow to that name. But that's all that I have to share for you. I pray that these names of God inspired you to help you to see who God is in your life, who he said he would be, and he will continue to be these names. So go back over and read these notes. Listen to this podcast. Share this podcast with someone who you know is in trouble, who you know needs the word of the Lord. This is why we are here to empower you. And if you were blessed, send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. You can also go to our website at thomasadeloach.com. There's a subscriber tab there on the homepage. Put your email, click the send button. We'll send you a free PDF and we are sending out monthly newsletters. So stay connected. We want to be your encouragement 
all throughout the year because we know that we need some courage in our life. And finally, if these shows are blessing you, I believe they are, consider being a financial partner with me. You can look at that website again, thomasadeloach.com. Scroll down to almost the bottom of the screen. There's a donation tab. Seek God about what he would have you to give. These shows do cost, but we want to continue to push them so financially so into this ministry that is blessing not only your life, but can bless other people. No dollar amount is too big or too small. Do it today. Sow your gift today and watch what God is going to do in your life. I'm praying for you as always. Remember these names of God is God revealed in action and he wants to continue to reveal himself to you. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.